giving Jesus everything today on the Weekly Kingdom Outlook. Let's get going. Hey, greetings, folks. Apostle Lewis here with you, and we're going to talk about um, some very basic stuff. And, and um, um, I want to talk about what it means to be um, a priest before God, what it means to surrender and all this. It might not be able to do it all in this one uh, podcast, um, but, you know, uh, I think that there's a great temptation for us to look smart, look like we know, have the answers, to look like we know what's going to do. And so I'm going to talk about um, things that you and I have to remember always, even in when we get knowledge of something, even when we get some wisdom on something, that these fundamental truths I'm going to give you about today are stuff that you can never leave you can never turn away from and you have to remind yourself because there's a great temptation to lose uh, our childlike faith in the church. Now, haven't been on for a couple weeks and I apologize for that. Uh, well, at July 6th, we had uh, our granddaughter, Olivia born. She is a doll. Here, I'll throw a little picture up here for you real quick. She is just a doll. She is uh, wonderful. My son and his wife, Samantha, are doing great, uh, adjusting to a new baby um, and all that. And uh, my wife is down there, as a matter of fact, right now, uh, spending about four days with them and uh, with her granddaughter. And I'll go down and, you know, we we have, uh, you know, we, we'll just get down there. So I go down there another four days and maybe help them out. Jessica will go down, Joey and all that. So, that's one. And then we lost, uh, you know, um, one of our church members lost her battle with cancer and she went to be with Jesus. So I had that. And then um, and then Benny Johnson just passed away. And um, uh, if you really want to see a powerful message, um, go go watch Bill from this Sunday. Um, it was uh, what's today, the 18th. So July 17th. Go watch Bill. From July 17th at Bethel. It's on YouTube. Um, Bill's a friend. Um, my heart goes out to him. Uh, but he's going to be fine. I know that because I told my church on Sunday morning before Bill preaches. I know exactly what Bill did. And that is Bill looked up to heaven and gave God thanks and worshipped him. He didn't question him. He didn't ask God why. And so I don't want to tell that. That's his message uh, that I've learned from him um, uh, a lot so in the last 15 years. But go listen to that message. It will give you a lot of um, a lot of good information. Now, on Sunday mornings, I've been doing uh, talking about revival and our need to, uh, to really remember some things. Number one, there's a temptation for us to sound bold this way. Um, um, I'm bringing the fire. We're going to have revival. And we call that faith. And, and I actually think that's arrogance. Um, we don't bring revival. We don't bring the fire. Jesus brings the fire. 
Jesus is, brings the revival. And we have to get back to our place where humility is key. Um, and we are willing to really go after God. Now, I'm going to tell you this. And I'm going to give you some things. that God's not looking for leaders. He's not. He's looking for followers. He's looking for people who will follow him. We lead with wisdom, but when it comes to him, we follow him. And that's the greatest wisdom of all, is to remember that he is the Lord of all. And so our job is to follow him. Our job is to uh, you know, hear from him, see, from, see what he's doing, hear what he's doing, and do it. And in a meeting, it's the same way. And do it. And not do our own thing. And that means sometimes we have great plans. And Jesus comes in and he goes, you know, I really want you to go this way. And you go, uh, let's go this way. And um, I found that this is very, uh, gives me a lot of freedom. But I also found that sometimes in my leadership uh, with others, they aren't that able to make the change. You know, to go, I thought we were doing this. Yeah, but God spoke to me this morning to do this. You know, and so um, it's hard you have to create a culture where, um, you know, where we're all learning how to, we're all not learning, just learning. We are doing this. We are following the pillar of fire in the cloud by day. You know, it wasn't just Moses. Moses was given the instruction that this is what we're supposed to do. But all of Israel had to follow Moses' lead when they all saw the, the fire or the cloud go up. They knew it was time to pack everything up and let's go. And so they all had to have, be on sync with that. Otherwise, Moses was going to have to constantly tell them that. So let's go back to basics. Let's go back to um, really, really fundamental truth um, that I hope that you can build your life. If you're in ministry, your ministry, but at least your ministry to the Lord on this. This would be really good for you um, to build that and that relationship. Our, I love what Bill said, my relationship. Um, can't go past my friendship with God, can't go past my relationship with him as Lord. In other words, um, his lordship is first. And as far as I'm willing to have, let him have the lordship of my life, I could have the friendship with him. Because two can't walk together unless they be agreed. So unless I agree with his lordship, then we're not going to be friends. And it's, a, you know, I could quote it all I want. I could sit there and say, we're friends. God's a friend of mine. But it's really important to develop that lordship with him first. And um, so I want to read you this. And I want your opinion. I want your comment on this. I want you to, to tell me what you think. Um, uh, be kind. But tell me what you think. Now we're going to read out of um, New King James, 1 Peter chapter 2. And um, I'm just going to start at verse 4, but read, please learn to read before it and after it um, because it will really help you to uh, contextually think about. Keeping stuff contextually doesn't mean literally, but sometimes it does. And sometimes it's literal, but it's to think about what God's trying to communicate. But let's, let's read here what, what Peter is saying to us here. We'll start at verse 4. Coming to him as to a living stone. Rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. Who are we coming to? Jesus. We're coming to Jesus. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood. 
to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Now, I want to I want to really hit something home here. Don't ever take out the through Jesus in Jesus or in Christ, don't ever remove that. Sometimes Christians have a tendency to leave that part off, and you can't. In other words, um, if we turn real quick to uh, 2 Corinthians 5, and it says that we have become the righteousness of God. Um, you know, if I leave, if I stop there, we become the righteousness of God. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, but we have become the righteousness of God in him, in Christ. Now listen, what's important about that? Why is that important? Because I am only righteous in him. I am not righteous in and of myself. I am only righteous in him. That's it. And I have to remain in him. I have to remi- remain in faith in him. I have to remain connected. I have to remain you know, in relationship with him. It's in him. It's not, I prayed a prayer, now I'm righteous, and that's that. That's not biblical, okay? That's actually not biblical at all. We are righteous in him. And I, the moment I take away the in him, I create more for myself a self-righteousness and a false righteousness, okay? I started this in faith, and I'm going to stay in faith, in him, okay? So it says that we're going to offer up acceptable sacrifices to God through Jesus Christ. I don't offer them up through me. This is where people get upset when you go, you're, you're giving them to Jesus. Why? Because Jesus takes my offering. He takes my sacrifice, okay? And it goes through him to God, and that's what sanctifies it, okay? All right. Therefore, it is also contained in Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion, a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense." They stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. But you are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now a people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. We are a royal priesthood. So what are what is one of the first things that a royal priesthood is supposed to do? You also living stones are being built, a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through him. Okay? What are we supposed to be offering up? Spiritual sacrifices. Now, does that mean I don't offer money to God? No, to, to, no. it just means what, what God has declared, we offer up. Okay, but I want to also, I, I also uh, bring this about to you. I also want to recommend this to you. And that is, 
we bring these things up because um, even, you see, nothing is supposed to be. See, people think that God accepts me now, but they don't accept, they don't understand God accepts me through Christ. Like God doesn't bypass Jesus, and we can't bypass Jesus. The Father doesn't bypass Jesus, neither can we bypass Jesus. Okay? And it's really important that we understand this. For Father to bypass Jesus, then, then the, the sacrifice is not a living sacrifice that he offered himself up for. Jesus is the living sacrifice. He's the propitiation of our faith. He's the one who for eternity has paid the price. If God bypasses him, he bypasses that sacrifice. He can't do it. And if we bypass it, we come in another way. That's illegal. It's always through Christ. It's always. Now, it doesn't mean every time that I talk to the Father, I have to. But remember, Jesus says I can ask anything the Father in his name. In other words, you got you to gotta see the whole theme of the New Testament of, is that Jesus has. Jesus is that bridge that's now connecting us. Jesus is now that I can now traverse a cavern that I couldn't get across anymore. This this ditch I couldn't get across. I can now walk in Jesus is that bridge. What is the number one spiritual sacrifice you think God wants from you? And I want to tell you what it is. Okay. And I want you to get this if I give you nothing. This is all I'm giving you today. Okay. This is the one thing I want to give you today. And that's this. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Now you know verse 2. We're going to start in verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. The number one sacrifice for the priesthood of Christ, which is the order of Melchizedek, is to offer up ourselves. What did Jesus offer up the Father? His own life. What do we offer to the Father through Jesus, our life. We offer it up in surrender, and this is the key to longevity, to revival, to wholeness, to faith, everything. Here's the key. I'm not my own. I've been bought with a price. I belong to him. I've been purchased by the blood of Jesus. And that's what Bill was saying Sunday, that my friendship to God is only, or friendship to Jesus, is only in in proportion to my his lordship over me, that I allow his lordship over me. I am not my own. This is why when calamity comes and trials come, I don't ask God why, and I don't accuse God. I worship God. Why? Because I love what Bill said. I don't want to preach his message because I've been shot. I've done the same thing. I've had tragedy happen, and I, I run to God, and that's this. Anyone can worship God when everything goes your way, when you get every answer, every prayer met. But when things don't go your way and you suffer loss and you, and life hits, you lose a loved one or whatever, I worship him. That's what I do. I just worship him. And he's everything to me. And I know he's everything to you. Amen? And don't ask him why. 
just worship him. Offer up that living sacrifice yourself. Here I am, Father. Here I am. Here I am. And this is really, really important that we do this. That we um, offer ourselves up that way. That we continue to press in and do it that way. Because it's that important. Okay? It's that important that we do it. If we don't do that, if we, if we don't, we're holding back the first and only offering um, that a pre, the first offering a priesthood offers is themselves. Then if I don't offer myself, my tithes, my prayers, all those things, if I don't offer up myself, then I'm, I'm, I'm not in proper order. And I, I, he's allowed to do with me as he sees fit. He's allowed to do with me as he sees fit. And I offer him my life. And this is the beginning of the priesthood. And you, listen to me, you have been called and chosen, it says, to be a royal priesthood with him. This is the order of Melchizedek, not a Levitical priesthood. The Levitical priesthood, they gave sacrifices. The Melchizedek, they gave, you know, they offered up bulls and lambs. The Melchizedek priesthood, it first starts with ourselves. Offer yourself up as a living sacrifice. Then, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's what we want to do. All the time. Every time. Amen? Amen. I, 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 if you start there, if you realize that you... Look at this way I look at it. God wanted this from me. He didn't just... Listen. He didn't just want the, the, the unsaved me. That was all he wanted. This is the redeemed me he wants to. Yep, I gave him my life as a sinner. Now I offer up myself daily as a priest. Difference. There, my life was a mess. Here, my life is in his hands. Okay? And I'm talking about your sin. We're not talking about your sorrows. I'm talking about your life. Everything. Do with me what you need to do with me. Not just, you know, because I want to change. Do with me what you, you know, use me for what you need. Do with me what you need to bring about your perfect plan and your glory in the earth. That's, that's the goal. You don't hear that preached most Sundays. Most Sundays you hear people preach, if, you know, God wants to give you this, God wants to give you that, and they've never offered up themselves as a living sacrifice. They don't. That's why there's no power in the churches. That's why there's no power in the churches. You know why sometimes people with no money and no big reputation seem to like be more in faith with God than the rich person? Because they can't trust anything else but God. They're just because of their poverty and where they're at. They have they have, they don't have fame. They don't have a good job. All they can do is trust God. But the rich man and the beauty person, the beauty queen, 
they're trusting everything else sometimes, but they don't offer themselves up as a living sacrifice. Offer yourself up as a living sacrifice. Know what that means. Jesus modeled. It doesn't mean we're gonna. It doesn't mean be crucified. But you know what the apostles? You know what they did? Some of them got crucified. They got killed. They got beheaded. Their life was not their own. Their life was not their own. Everyone wants an Acts 2 church, but they don't want to be Acts 2 disciples. God would love to have an Acts 2 church again. He needs Acts 2 disciples. Look, he's not looking. Listen to me. He's not looking for leaders. He's looking for followers. He's looking for those who will follow him wherever he leads. And I know that's you. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you right now. We offer ourselves up to you through Christ as a living sacrifice. Use us for your glory. Use us to bring about your purposes and plans in the earth. Make us great followers of you. Make us like little children who follow you and will run after you and do what you ask. We don't need to understand it. We just need to know where you want us to go, what you want us to do. Lead us and we'll follow. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.